<laughs> Welcome to Save It for the Pod, the podcast where we talk about all the cool things we've been saving all week. Uh, and our, other podcasts. Yeah. Is, is that what we do? <laughs> no, so our we're, our real name is still to be determined, but in any case, today we're going to go around and introduce ourselves, um, what we're drinking, and what gives us the heebie-jeebies, oh. like that nail on the chalkboard gross feeling where you want to jump out of your skin. Oh, uh, What about something that freaks us out, like something you can't look at or... works too. Does that work? Sure. Is that kind of just, heavy, does it give you the tingly, heavy? gross feels? Yeah. Like you don't want to be in your body? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that counts. I feel like okay. the, the nails on chalkboard example is like really like your body, you get like either goosebumps or you get like shivers or it's a visual reaction. All right. So I'll go ahead and start. Uh, okay. My name is Day. I'm the token female and I am drinking wine tonight. Uh, it's a local from MJA Winery. It's in the Santa Cruz Mountains. It's a Pinot Noir. It's mm-hmm. delish. Uh, and rubbing paper gives me the heebie-jeebies. Like, I can't touch paper, on paper? Like, together. Paper. Just like, no, no, no. Like, if my finger were to swipe across paper or freshly sanded wood, like unstained wood, like if I, really? because I would help my dad sand stuff, it, it gives me the willies. Like, I can't handle it. I need to wear, like, thick gloves is, or is, something if I'm sanding. So, like, nicely sanded wood that's, like, smooth you can't do? I, the smoothness freaks me out not shiny smooth like a plastic or a stained wood but if you had a piece of paper right here and told me to swipe my finger across it i would not want to so like so, long ways not a fear of like getting a paper cut like just touching no the fear paper. it just gives me the willies so that bamboo knife rack that you have behind you that's fine you can touch that because it's stained but if it was like unstained it sealant so like, but if it was like raw just fresh sanded like pine, wood oh so if i take a sand, if i take sandpaper like to it and made it sanded. smooth but it was not Polished or had a varnish on it, you would not. Interesting. I I, yeah, I've ever heard this one. Okay, now I don't feel so bad about mine because mine (laughs) was really specific. Yeah, Um, that's interesting. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'll go. Uh, My name is Jed. Uh, I am drinking little something something from Lagunitas. So mine is taking a popsicle stick, and it's a really weird action, but putting in between your teeth and pulling. Like, biting down and then pulling. Mm. So it also is wood-related. Wood, like, wood, like, grinding against my teeth. Like, thinking about it right now, I'm, like, shivering. I, that seems very avoidable. No, it is. It's incredibly avoidable. I think it was when I was a kid, my friends and I came up with it when I was in elementary school. And it was because, like, popsicles were a big thing. Like, you'd get, like, popsicles at school or, like, you'd have popsicles and get home. Like, I definitely ate popsicles more when I was a kid than I do as an adult. Um, I don't know, Jed. I see you (laughs) eating popsicles every morning. But it was one of those things of, like, you'd have it in your mouth, and just it came to think of, like, imagine biting down and pulling. And that was, like, the same feeling to people who get, like, chalk fingers on a crossboard, nails on a chalkboard. I just, like... That's can weird. you bite a popsicle? Yeah, I can, and I can. See, I can't. I, like I can't do I can't that. that. Oh, see, I, I don't. Yeah. Cold doesn't bother me. I also chew ice, so. Yeah. I have very but. sensitive teeth. I use the uh, Sensodyne. I have yeah. sensitive teeth too. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm developing sensitive teeth, but I still love chewing ice. So. Yeah, that's that's crazy. But yeah, actually, opposite of that, I always loved chewing on the popsicle stick afterwards. <laughs> so like, I can I chew, chew on a popsicle stick. That's no problem. It's just the pulling. It's the away. biting and then pulling and having like a, like like. Pulling against your teeth at like, oh. Know what I miss about popsicles? Okay. The joke on the stick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were, they were kind of like dad jokes. Like yeah. really bad well, dad those, jokes. Well, that's by the company Popsicle, right? Hey, that's, is that another one of those that's things? That's another one of those another brand? And, Weird. You know, okay. Kool-Aid. And, I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, Bringing it back to our first pod. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, We're yeah. full of callbacks on, on this Neosporin. pod. Neosporin? Neosporin, is well, that the Q-tip? company? Q-tip. Q-tip, yeah, yeah. That's was the one we talked yeah. about. Thoroughly. Yeah. Yeah. Band-Aid, that's how it really Band-Aid. came up. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I had Band-Aid. a Band-Aid on my yeah. hip because my puppy yeah. attacked me. Yes. Um, but anyways. Um, I've, I've had friends in the past, uh, I can't remember who they are now, but who hate the sound of... of uh, Cracking knuckles, cracking knuckles. Yeah, okay, everyone's doing it. Okay, awesome. But I don't care. I do it all the time. But my girlfriend. Whoever that friend is is no longer listening. Yeah, no longer listening. Unsubscribe. Lost a listener. Yep. Yep. Great. That's a tenth of our (laughs) listener base. A tenth. Wow, you're very generous there. (laughs) Um, No, but my girlfriend Elaine's um, uh, pet peeve, I guess, is nails. Uh, I guess picking nails or or something to do with with nails on nail action. I guess she doesn't like it. She always tells me to stop. On mine, I think. Um, who are you? Oh, yeah, who are you? Did you introduce yourself? I did. Yeah. Oh, well, I was gonna wait for it. To, I, for a split second, I thought to myself, "I'm like, this would have been so great if we just left, talked about it. He would have vehemently denied that he didn't introduce himself, and then we all would have <laughs> went back and listened to him not introducing himself." Yes. Okay. My name is James. There you go. I've introduced myself. Um, I am drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon. You did not tell you everyone. Yes, I, yes, I did. He did. Okay. He did. Okay. I'm going to have to go back. Um, and, and <laughs> Were you listening to anything I was talking no, about? No, I'd never Obviously not. No. Can you explain why you're on your second Pabst in less than 15 minutes? <laughs> I'm a raging alcoholic. <laughs> Thank you, Day, for pointing that out. 15 minutes. I appreciate that. That was like, that was about 10 minutes ago? No. Um, the first one, I guess, was at a perfect temperature of uh, being in a small beer fridge uh, that when I opened it, it, it ex- exploded, uh, it, slowly erupted. Yeah. <laughs> it erupted with pleasure. It, it, uh, it really did. Those are all it the correct thing was what seething, happened. Just came to a climax. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it just uh, slowly oozed it out. It also froze. Yeah. That was, was the crazy part. Mostly frozen beer uh, all over the table in front of everyone. So yep. then you squeeze it, squeeze it out the top like a slushy. It looked like a... Yeah, like a Our table is forever, forever stained in Paps Blue Ribbon. Yes. Oh, yay. Uh, yeah. So uh, the thing that I am squeamish about, I guess, is anything to do with sharp things near your eye. Ooh. Uh, so like Saw movies and stuff where, you know, somebody gets a syringe in the eye or... Or it's something to do with cutting your eyeball or cutting your tongue or something. Anything around the facial area of getting cut. Uh, man, I, I, I can't watch it. Needles in the eye? Needles man, in the eye. Man, what a rare... Like, you don't want your face cut up. That's no. just how weird. And I thought mine was weird. <laughs> no. Popsicle sticks the mouth, like the so most unavoidable thing in the world. you have great vision, but would you ever put in contacts for like a Halloween costume or something? Or does that freak you out? Like putting your own finger in your eye? I don't like putting drops in my eye, although mm. I'm kind of getting used to it. Um, man, yeah, I don't know if I could ever do the contact thing. I, I do love glasses. I wish I had to wear glasses. Uh, I think they make you look smarter, and I've always had that notion. That's what I said when I was a kid. So I didn't start wearing glasses until my sophomore year of high school. Because was, you wanted to be cool? Well, no, because I started not being able to see. Oh, but You got your wish. Yeah. <laughs> but when I, I was a kid, wish. I remember telling my mom, like, I wish I could wear glasses. It makes you look so smart. Did she ever say, careful what you wish for? Probably, because yeah. she's worn glasses since she was like five or something. And her vision's way worse than mine. But... Ooh. Ooh, wow, a silent sneeze. 
Uh, do you think it's gen- sorry, Joe? Hang on. Uh, do you think it's genetic? Because I see a lot of people with kids who also have to wear glasses if they wear glasses. Yes, I'm, is it genetic? I'm do you think? Certain it is. Yeah. Hmm. What about your grandma? I would imagine. I mean, every everything's genetic to an extent, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would, ma- but I don't know. Like my dad's had twenty twenty vision. He just now started wearing reading glasses. I- yeah. 59 like that's super normal but he right? never had to wear but he glasses never had to wear glasses previously yeah all right but no one in my family has ever worn glasses yeah so maybe everyone in my family is dumb and all your but all your brothers yeah you all have great vision none of you wear glasses right? yeah no, yeah never need it to. must be some sort of to an extent genetic mm, yeah. i don't know well yeah that's that's my shtick our last uh, last guest, repeat guest. Whoa, yeah. our first repeat guest. Woo. For all you loyal go. listeners out here, you can uh, hear him first on episode. I guess it's one. I was about to say episode two, one. but it's one. Yeah, yeah. episode one. Yeah. yeah, I'm Joe, and I'm uh, I'm back for more. I'm drinking Coors Light. Ooh. Classy man, right here. The banquet beer. Why do we own that? Wait, I thought Why is that Coors was the banquet beer. Yeah, Coors is, is the banquet beer. But it's, it's the, light the light version? Yeah. Banquet beer. It's, it's the one with the morning um... buffet. Of <laughs> 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 beers, 9.30 a.m. Yeah. Nice and light for your morning routine. And my Rockies aren't, aren't blue. Ooh. They're like kind of gray. Not as cold as the Rockies yet. I and, hate it when and, my Rockies aren't blue. Yes. And your squeamishness? Um... Or heebie-jeebies? So, I just remembered it, actually. Uh, Kind of going along your lines, but I don't like when people bite down on silverware. So, like, you take your fork, and then you, like, and then, like, scrape your teeth. Yeah. It just just gives me the... Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Mine's wood, but, you know, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. So we got the sticks. wood table and then... Popsicle sticks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I just remembered, uh, over at Cost Plus World Market, they have a lot of this type of uh, uh, plates and, and you know, silverware. They're our new like sponsor. That. If you've never been, a great <laughs> assortment of worldly goods made from all over the world. They, they don't know it yet, but... <laughs> As with all of our sponsors. Um, yet. Yet. But yeah, they have a lot of pewter. That's what it is. Pewter? pewter? Have you ever had pewter plates or something? The way that you touch it, I can't deal with that. It's also kind of like the nails on the chalkboard. That's really bizarre. It's made of like almost chalkboard material. Yeah. It's just... Ugh. Oh yeah, chalkboard. I, Remember uh, recently, Jed and Joe and I went and played darts at a local bar. And they have chalkboards to keep score. I went to erase the board and I couldn't... I, I, I had to go get, like, a napkin and wipe it because I, I can't touch the chalk. I couldn't erase it with my finger because I just yeah. had to erase. Like, I put my score in front of the wrong number. I messed up on the chalkboard. So I needed to erase a single line. She was, Jed she was, she was cheating and yeah. uh, put the wrong score. <laughs> Jed would have just walked over and wiped it with his finger. I had to run to the bar, exactly get a napkin, yeah. and erase it because I could not touch the chalkboard. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, um, it's funny when you mentioned that. There was something else that talking about a heebie-jeebie that I had that doesn't bother me as much as it used to. Um, it actually sparked from a single movie, which was The Matrix. Uh, when people would, like, remove, like, medical equipment by themselves that weren't, like, through a doctor or something. Or, so like, they seen, ripping out an IV yeah, or something. Yeah, so that's not yeah. so bad, but, like, the one that was really bad, when Neo pulled that thing out of his arm, 
um, in the Matrix. Was it a long piece of? Yeah, he had like it was in one of his plugs, and he like pulled it out. Yeah, and I remember watching that and just like having an internal freak out of just like, don't do that. Yeah. Wait for someone who put it in there. Just you know, yeah. the the big needle that they put in the back of his neck always kind of freaked me out because then you felt you heard the noise of going. And then, like, he had to twist sorry, it to well, make sure... I'm sorry, what was that? You'll, re- you'll just press was it rewind eel? ten seconds. Yeah. And uh, they're putting an eel in the back of his head? A mor- moral eel. And, uh, more? More. More eel. I'm getting more negative feels Ugh. from you describing that than Ugh. if I were to see it. Ugh. Needles don't really needle bother me, like but... To a certain extent. I, I would a little bit agree that needles in the, like, eye... I'm okay with needles. In the eye, though. I agree with you. Oh, like, that's, anything in the yeah. eye. It's just like, oh, man. But yeah, I that's apparently bad. bite down on my silverware a lot. Yeah. Joe, I'm married to Joe, and he recently brought to my attention that I need to quit it out. Quit it out? Quit it out. I don't know quit what else out? to do. Like, wrap uh, my lips around my teeth when first. I eat. Oh, I don't know. What is quit it out? Yeah, quit it out. Can you elaborate? You can quit it. Please? Can you knock it off? It's like, cut it out. Cut it out. But this is quit it out. cutting it. You're going to quit it out. You quit this out. Leave it to Mr. me to mess up a like, very like simple, basic saying. Well, no, it's it's funny you said that because you for the it's check. endearing, Close it right? Out. Close it out. Close it out. <laughs> well, it's, it's things that like you grew up with that you realize all your friends either did like differently. So when you guys were in trouble, did your parents put you on a timeout? Ooh, is that what it was called? So my parents used to send me to my room, and I used to think, like, jokes on you, my room's great. All my stuff is in here, right. my toys are in here, my books are in here. I was yeah. like, ooh, yeah. what a punishment. Well, I the reason, sit in my the room. reason I ask yeah. is my brother and I used to call it out time, not time out. And I remember having, I can't remember how old I was, but a revelation of, like, I am the only one of my friends who was ever put on out time. They were all put on timeouts. And I was like, oh, I have a million things like that, none of which are coming to my brain at this instant, but so many things I realized later were not normal, like random sayings or just little things. My, mostly my dad would just make up all sorts of words that I thought were real. And then I realized much later they were not going back to what Jed said. All my other friends had, uh, chores and, uh, well, obviously I had chores, but, uh, everyone else had, what is it? Allowance. Never had that. Never had allowance. Yeah, I had chores to do because yeah. I lived there. We never know? had allowance. The the changeover was that my parents would just like if I asked for money, like, "Hey, I'm going to a movie. Can I have twenty dollars?" They would oh, yeah. most likely say yes. Mm-hmm. So it was a game time decision, but I didn't get a set amount. Yeah. So similar. Yeah, I went from out time to then being put on restriction. Oh yeah, I had restriction. Yeah, restriction. It was just go to your room and don't do anything. Yeah. What mine is? Was, yeah. Oh, sorry. No. Oh, mine. Mine was restriction. Was you're restricted from watching TV. Like, you can't come into the room, the living room, while the TV was on. You can't watch, you know, you play your video games yeah. for two weeks. Or uh, when the internet came around, you can't go online. And they know when you go online, you hear like, Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. I was That's never a dial-up for some of our younger listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I was never grounded, but the one time that was pretty similar, or I guess it was restrictions, was uh, I was banned from AIM, AOL Instant Messenger, for two weeks. And at the time, I was on AIM constantly, like all night. Uh, And this was a little later, once I was older, and and I could be online like later at night, like after my parents went to bed and stuff. I don't even remember how it was enforced. But yeah, I was restricted from AIM for two weeks. AIM was a big deal. For a lot of people. Yeah. It was a big big part of my life. I'm convinced Joe and I would not have gotten together if it weren't for AIM. We had wow. a lot of late night heart-to-heart discussions that probably deepened our relationship in ways that, I mean, 
we met in high school, so it's like we got a lot of the stuff out of the way that otherwise... I I don't know. It's weird. It feels weird to say that. Who knows? We may have ended up together anyways, but... And this might be a whole nother topic of discussion, but you got to admit, typing or texting or chatting or doing anything online, you're way more proficient and eloquent with the way that you're delivering your words rather than standing in front of someone and saying, yeah, I know I did something wrong or, you know, let's talk about something serious. Like, it's so much easier to think about what you want to say, type it out, delete it, and modify everything. So you can have these, you know, I would agree with some partially. I'm much more, like, proficient verbally than I am, like, in writing, especially in high school. Maybe it's for different people. Maybe it's for different people. I just, I just, especially in high school, I was much more of, like, obviously a social person. So for me, it was like, I'd much rather conversation with somebody than, than over text. Yeah. Even though right. I did text a lot and I did aim all the time. But well, were you more of an extrovert or an introvert? I'll let you guess. What do you think, James? <laughs> I honestly don't know. Extrovert, duh. I'm like the most extroverted person in the world. Obviously. Well, and, Back and then or now? What? Uh, of all time. World. Always. Always. Oh, always. Always. Okay. Yep. Well, just thinking about time in your day too, like looking back at high school, I obviously had school and then soccer practice and, you know, home for dinner, homework, all of that. So Joe and I were able to continue chatting over AIM while I was doing homework late into the night, like way more than I would have ever been able to talk to him in person because I couldn't just be at his house at midnight on a Monday. Like, but we could talk. I mean, I should have gone to bed. (laughs) But power of the Internet. I know. Tell me if you ever did this. I would... I had friends who were going to online who stayed online, and when you get a new message, you make that sound. So you turn the volume up all the way, and you tell your friends, "Hey, if this person comes online, in this case, like if this girl that I'm trying to talk to comes online, can you message me?" So I'd be sitting in the other room, and you'd hear a big whatever that sound was, and then you go on and be like, "She's online," and then I come back. So I had like I set up my own notification system. So I imagine you running like no, I did. But the, the thing is, AIM didn't notify you when someone would come online. It showed it, it showed in the list, but it didn't do an audio one. At least um, the version I had did not. Yeah. So I would never know if, she, if that person came online. It was just, they'd show up in the list. So I'd had my friend tell me, oh, they're online, and that's when I get the notification, and then I can go back to my computer. Yeah. I really like the away messages. Oh, you have to think oh, about yeah. some clever thing that you're doing, you know, as your away message. Do you guys remember BRB. your <laughs> AIM username? Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. What was it? I'm not going to tell you. What? No, you have to. Come on, we all no, tell it. No, no. Really? Nope. Not for the pod? Offline. James. Offline. Wow. Offline. Off the I'll, line. I'll tell mine. You, go, you tell yours. Felicitous Fluff was one. And another... Felicitous. Felicitous. <laughs> Uh-oh. Felicitous? This is an example when a text is better than walking. Felicitous Fluff. Fluff. Okay. So you still use Fluff. Yeah, I also had orange fluff and stuff. Because, you know, you could change it, like, have your same account, but change kind of the alias. Yeah. Um, But felicitous meant, like, timely, like, at the right place at the right time, kind of, is the the definition. If I remember, I haven't thought about that word in a long time. Perfectly timed fluff. So poetic. (laughs) But I love alliteration, so I was really looking for another F word. (laughs) All right, Joe, what was yours? I think it was just my email name. Course. That is not surprising at all. Not surprising. <laughs> not surprising. Which Joe was... Latrell one <laughs> no, no, at Yahoo.com. Was, Joe uh, underscore Latrell one at Yahoo. It was uh, Crazy Crow fifteen. Ooh, which was probably Fight an old the power of the crow. <laughs> all right. So I had 
God, I had two that were really... One was kind of embarrassing. So the, the one that I used the most and longest was the second one, which was uh, Funny Bones Hail. Wow. Yeah. Um, funny Bones. Funny Bones. But the so one you were it, a liar then, too. Oh! <laughs> but the one that I had before that... Um, oh, this is kind of embarrassing. Uh, was Good Little Jew. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> lying always. You're just... <laughs> He's not little, everyone, all right? He's not little. You calling me fat? No, you're eight and a half feet tall. I am so glad we're talking about this. If only I knew what James this was. Come on, James. All right. Uh, At the time, I was very into Limp Bizkit, and I was also partially partially goth, so I went with Dark Bizkit. That's a good thing. Dark Bizkit. 145, <laughs> oh. because there was already a Dark Biscuit. Oh my god, I cannot believe Dark Biscuit. Does 145 have any significance, or you just like those numbers? I still use 145. Yeah, J. Cruz, right? Thanks. Yeah. Yep. Cool. I'm, all of our listeners now are going to be emailing me. You know what? <laughs> all oh god, four of them. James. I didn't say your email address. I oh, just no, said, okay. J- I mean, yeah. you don't want more Instagram followers? <laughs> I, just, I need some, I need some, out, Instagram. I need some Instagram followers. Yeah. At Jedi, J-E-D-E-Y-E. At Fluff Twig, 1F. At Dark Biscuit. <laughs> Dark can Biscuit you please, just sounds Can like... you please bring that back for no. something? No. That is so no. good. No. No. I need another beer. Can you be Dark Biscuit for Halloween? Yes. What's a Dark Biscuit? How would be a Dark Biscuit? I don't, I don't know. know. Like Fred Durst oh, with a like, tan? Like, <laughs> like tastefully racist there. I'm more thinking of like, like a, a Pillsbury, like a Pillsbury biscuit. Oh, but, yeah. But, <laughs> the, but burnt? But like dressed as a, like a ninja biscuit. Oh, that's like actually an odd segue, yeah, but a good one. What was the most r- ridiculous Halloween costume you ever went as? I was an alien one year, and I made my own costume, and my mask was made out of a gallon milk carton, so I cut the milk carton in half, like, uh, length or height-wise, I guess, if that makes sense, so my face was one full um, half of the gallon, and then I cut out these stickers. There were these reflective stickers you could buy for cars, so you'd get it at, like, the auto shop, these heavy-duty reflective stickers you can put on your car. So my dad got me some of those, and I cut out eyes and a mouth and stuck it on the milk carton and cut in holes on the side and put, like, elastic behind the back. And then my body was this, like, uh, curtain we got from Goodwill or something that I just kind of wrapped around me. It was a glorious homemade costume. Jeez. Yeah. What about you, Jed? So I had, I, I kind of brought back a theme. So I was really into Robin Hood. But it was Halloween, and I'm like, wow, it's scary. So I was Robin Hood back from the dead, even though... Did anyone get it? No, I had to explain it to a lot of people. I was really young. I was probably, like, maybe six. Okay. Um, So I just put a bunch of, like, makeup on and, like, was scary, but dressed as Robin Hood, and people were very confused. (laughs) And then the next year, I did the exact same thing, but I really wanted to be a drummer. So I was a drummer back from the dead. Oh, okay. You, just carry you were a, stick a drummer, around? Robin Hood. Back no, it, there okay. was no combination. But okay. yeah, so I just had like I think it was a very similar outfit with this like I had drumsticks with me. Hmm. Yeah, um, and then yeah, would have been better if you had it through your head or something. Right. Like that. I was also like seven. It was a year later. Okay. Um, and then the best costume I had I stole from a friend because mom made it. I was a dice. A dice. Yeah, she you made mean a, f- a die. A die. <laughs> oh. um, big die. It was a huge no. wood box. I was a die. Yeah. Die. She, was, she made it this big, you put your hands through it and had a little head, like, thing for your face, but it was a really big box. 
And uh, are you dead as well? He's a back uh, dice back from the dead. Are you a, a good guy? little Jew in a box? Ah, Jew in a box. <laughs> wow, it's guys. my Jew in a box. We're gonna have to cut that. That's copyrighted. Yeah, because yeah, all the other sponsors we don't have aren't. Yeah. That was appropriation. You didn't use the actual lyrics. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a um, um, yeah, like a uh, appropriation. Yeah, appropriation. Whatever that is. Well, when you, you're and uh, welcome of, back to our podcast. Well, yeah. you can take anything. Like in the art world, you there's a ton of appropriation where it's like here's a painting that already exists and then adding something to it and then calling it your own is appropriation or taking something like here's a bicycle and I'm going to yeah modifying it or, and or, calling it your own yeah That's using Marilyn Monroe and putting a bandana over her mouth and calling it your own yeah yeah so what was yours costume back to Halloween ooh man I didn't really go all out for Halloween I still don't um, I was shaggy one year that was really cool because this beard of mine came in really red as a kid, um, so I was it was really easy to be shaggy. Uh, as are a you, kid, how can, old were yeah. you when your beard grew in? Sixteen. Can you? I heard. Can you do Shaggy's voice? Is that? A, yeah. Can, let's, let's get a, let's get a uh, let's get a little listen for our, our <sighs> listeners here. Like, hey, Scoob, what are you doing? <laughs> let's get out of here. Okay. Oh, well done. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. That was um, good. That was good. Uh, Let's see. Uh, probably one of my most memorable was when my grandma, my uh, grandma computer, as I call her, because uh, she had the Mac, she had the computer, so I always called her grandma computer. Um, she <laughs> sure, made she loved that. from scratch a Raphael whole suit, hands, uh, you know, chest, shell, and a big old head, like a stuffed head hmm. with the eyes and everything, and my face cut into it. Um, it was awesome. And that was in kindergarten. Wow. So it's good. Yeah. It was awesome. Joseph. Uh so are we doing most ridiculous or coolest or both? Or well, most memorable, coolest, whatever. Uh the best costume I ever had was one that my mom made. And I was in like third grade or something, and it was a full on Captain Hook. Oh, nice. Outfit, so she made the whole coat, and I think the pirate hat came from Disneyland, and I had a hook, and uh, like a drawn-on mustache, or there might have been a real mustache, I can't remember now, but like totally... A real mustache? Well, she, a fake one. <laughs> Someone's mustache? It was fake mustache. Your dad's mustache, he carefully yeah. cut it off Did and like, put it on tape, like double well. stick tape. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a really cool one. Like, nice. I look like good. a little, little Captain Hook guy. And the most ridiculous one, I think, is I was, like, probably, like, 16 or 17 or something. And uh, I went out trick-or-treating with my sister, but I literally didn't have a costume. So I was like, let me just grab a bunch of random stuff and put it together. So I have a red full-body tracksuit that I put on. And then, uh, like, a belt, a cape, uh, ipe, or no go- uh, goggles... Uh, I got a stuffed, like, Japanese kitty that my sister had and, uh, like, fashioned it onto my shoulder like a parrot, <laughs> but it was a, a cat. Uh, and then I drew on, like, a, a, must, like a squirrely mustache on my, uh, on my face. And, Anime uh, pirate. That's what you want to I kind of looked, I joked, I kind of looked like uh, a weird Red Baron type oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. character. Yeah, Baron. So that's what yeah. I would tell people when I went to their door. But I'm a I, weird Red Baron I just looked character. really ridiculous. <laughs> I think one year I 
got a, just a pill case to fill with candy. And when I got there, I told people that I was a hungry teenager. I'd have, I was wearing jeans like a t-shirt. It, it lasted like two houses, and then people were like, the, the, yeah, they gave up. They're like, we're not giving you candy. <laughs> so yeah. I was being really lazy. Yeah. I would give you candy just for being out there. You know? I was like 17, so. Some would. Some would say, nope, that doesn't qualify. Go back home and actually put on a real outfit. I trick-or-treated awkwardly old. Yeah? Probably then. Yeah, all through high school. But I always had a costume. I, I didn't yeah. I didn't go as a hungry teenager. <laughs> I think that was the last year I actually tried going trick-or-treating, and then I stopped. Yeah. We had a... There's a fun story. We... Um, do you know what a disclavier piano is? I'm sorry, what? A disclavier. It's a piano, the piano that plays itself, so they call oh, it yeah. disclavier because you put a disc in it and it plays it. Mm-hmm. Now, the one that we had, because my dad was, is a composer, he could record anything he played to a disc and then play it back. Oh. So the one that we had at the time was an upright, so it just, and so what we did was we decorated the house, he recorded some like really creepy thing, and then we put it in the doorway... And when people would ring the door, we had it open, and it would start playing. And this little girl in a pink tutu comes up, rings the doorbell, goes trick-or-treat. It opened up. It started playing. She drops her bag. You hear it like thud. She screams at the top of her lungs and books it down the end of the street. Awesome. Like, gone. Yeah. And you took her candy. Wow, she has no hope for, like, the actual scary houses. Yeah. She was pretty young, but when you watch a piano play itself, and there's, like, scary music playing around, like... It is creepy. Even in Westworld, it's it has this creepy factor. I think it's just because it looks like a ghost is playing. Well, the fact yeah. that the keys right. are actually moving versus exactly. just yeah, like playing on a record and, player yeah. or something. And you associate that with like scary lights, scary music, like cobwebs. Like yeah. you put them all together, a little girl with pink tutu ain't got no chance. Yeah. So. Previously, seeing all the other houses with scary things on them that didn't help. What did she expect? It was Halloween. So I wonder right. where she is she- now. Um, she actually still running. Still <laughs> running to this day. Still running. That was like people say she's still running. It's like twenty two years ago, she's probably still running. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of childhood and and things that you wonder whether other child uh, or other homes have the same thing. What did you guys call what you wear to bed? Jammies. Pajamas? Pajamas or jammies? Jammies. Yeah, yeah. jammies. Jam jams. No, no, no. no <laughs> Not jam jams. Jam jams. No, Is p- that what Grandma Computer called them? <laughs> no, no, um, no, no. Maybe, maybe PJs occasionally, but like, yeah, jams. Jammies. Yeah. As a kid, I was, was told that I... I, I never wore jammies. <laughs> You're just naked always. <laughs> no, I, just, I always just wore boxers. You owned some. You didn't have a name for them? Did, my question is, did you have a specific name? No, for yeah, them? the reason I'm not saying the name like is because mine is different than like everyone PJs. else. So like PJs. So Jungle I, attire. <laughs> I wore <laughs> Oh, here we come. Oh man. Oh man. I wore, uh, <laughs> I wore a night suit. <laughs> did this night kind of, suit uh, also include like a bow tie or No no did it say uh dark biscuit across it? <laughs> It was one of those things. I never thought it was weird. Probably until my first sleepover. Where I'm like, time to put on our night suits, you night know. Suit. <laughs> yeah, adjusting your bow tie. Yeah, I threw on the suit and tie. Cufflinks. No, I. I don't know. It was just one of those things. I just grew up. Was there one I piece? I don't know. <laughs> no. 
Actually, for the longest time, one of my um, grandmothers, Grandma Elizabeth, she lives in North Dakota. She sews and quilts and knits and stuff. Um, every year when she visited, we'd go to the fabric store, pick out fabric, and she would sew me a new night suit. And um, they were generally Do like... Do they have a pocket square? <laughs> Why do I feel like this is part of, like... This would fit perfectly with Always Sunny in Philadelphia for, like, Dayman. Yeah, that's my night suit. It's my night suit. Yeah, but my night suit. What are you talking about? Right. Where's your night suit? But they were usually matching, like, a shorts, and then the shirt was just that classic pajama top that has kind of a collar, and then the buttons down the front. Buttons down the front? Oh, no. Like, if you think of a standard, or maybe it's not standard. I'm well, your buttons of, in the but, back? But kind of like an old-fashioned... Like, speaking of yeah. Peter Pan, I almost feel like the little boys in Peter oh, like Pan a one, like wear a onesie. Those, it, well, it's not, I mean, it's a two-piece, but in any case, I called it night suit. That's so amazing. I, That's I, amazing. I put on my night suit for bed. So this might be kind of weird, kind of personal, but... Sorry, our puppy's drinking water. No, in case I, you're wondering. I got really thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> joke. <laughs> We're really authentic. We just let her all hang out over here. Yeah, so. you did give her like a half gallon of peanut butter. <laughs> that was supposed to keep her quiet. Joke's so on me. Actually, smells like peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, there Is she worse done things. with all that peanut butter? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Boy. That would dehydrate me too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Salty. Um. Well, I would, for many many years, wear jeans to bed. <laughs> what? Yeah, Why? everyone thinks that's very, very strange, but I found it very comfortable. I thought it was uncomfortable article clothing to wear in your sleep. Was it out of comfort or not wanting to change? Both. Because <laughs> I can imagine you just being like, I don't want to change my clothes. Good night. I sound exactly like that. Yeah. I just picturing with that, your, that with voice your, with his beard. With, <laughs> with his, his beard. red beard. <laughs> wow. That is, um, how many years was this? was this? Many, many years. Many, many years? Many years. I don't do it nearly as often anymore. <laughs> Um, but yeah, for Wait, many, many, you years. haven't done it since like last week. Yeah. <laughs> just a, a current, uh, no, many no. years, many years. The so. only times I've slept in jeans is when I had quite a night of drinking. Yep. Like I've definitely yeah. woken up where I'm in my full clothes. I've even had a purse like still on my shoulder <laughs> and my glasses on, <laughs> oh my like God. earrings, bobby wow. pins. Yeah. That's so weird. I woke up one time and had a, uh, my purse still on me, my yeah. earrings, but that's so weird. I've woken up a long fully. night of cross-dressing. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I dropped my bowling my, my bowling pin. <laughs> my bowling pin. <laughs> my bowling pin. <laughs> it did sound like a bowling pin. <laughs> so, uh, this actually, since we're talking about the dog, um, I've realized Joe, as a, a fur baby parent, has a, a whole new sorry, realm what? of... Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> fur <laughs> baby parent? <laughs> You've never heard that term? Luna's wow. our fur baby. Parents. That is very weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, How so, many fur children do you have? So Just please, please mark my, on this paper. My, my, my question children. right now, are James and I fur babies? <laughs> are we included <laughs> in this count? No, you're roommates. Okay, because well, James had a beard hum, at 16, so... Human babies and fur babies. Please, please check them here. <laughs> so Joe has started making dad jokes, but of the puppy variety. Oh, what? So that sound you just heard was Luna, our, our puppy... Um, dropping, uh, yeah, our fur baby. Uh, she dropped a, a water buffalo horn that we got for her at PetSmart. So we went to PetSmart to buy her a new crate because she outgrew her original crate. 
And while we were there walking around, she goes straight for this horn and grabs it out of its little compartment on the um, aisle and, and is really interested in it. I'm like, oh, okay, like, we'll get it for her. Like, she, this is the chosen one, right? So we bring the horn home. Uh, so fast forward to a couple days later, um, Joe is cutting up treats. There's these treats you can buy that they're wrapped almost like ground sausage. Like, you know how you can get sausage meat in this kind of tube at the grocery store and it's oh, refrigerated yeah, yeah. like cookie dough almost. Yeah, yeah yeah or yeah, cookie yeah. dough that same packaging so you can buy um dog treats that way and then you slice it up and it's all natural and all this good stuff so joe's slicing up those treats and luna comes up and is looking at him all curious right <laughs> waiting for the treat and then joe says hold your buffaloes <laughs> Hold your horses because she has a buffalo horn. She didn't like that joke very much. <laughs> no. no, she has something. She is. She needs to weigh in on this conversation. No, so and uh, I, I have some others. You wow. know, since that one landed hold so well. Buffaloes, oh. Luna. <laughs> hold your buffaloes. Hold your water buffaloes. Yeah, hold your water buffaloes. Uh, okay. So here's another one. When when we take Luna in the car, there's kind of. Only a couple places we tend to take her most often. We're either going to the dog park, where she has a lot of friends. She, I mean, we're regulars. We know everyone that goes. No big deal. But she has her friends there. Are these other furry babies? <laughs> these are other furry babies. Her favorite is Sienna, a chocolate lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sienna's very submissive, and Luna bites her neck a lot. And they both like drinking water. <laughs> they have so much in common. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got a really weird dog there. A dog that likes water... What are you talking about? I think she wants to get access to her bone. Okay. To her, to her bowling pin. You can open that now, Joe. doesn't matter. Um, okay, so we either go to the dog park where all her friends are, or we go to my parents' house where uh, my parents have two dogs. One is three and one is 12. And the three-year-old is male, and he's relatively aggressive. He doesn't love when Luna's around. He gets kind of protective of my parents. When my parents give her attention, he gets jealous. Mm -hmm. Um, And I call him her uncle. Okay? So that's Uncle Cooper. All right. So she's either going to see her uncle, going to the dog park. (laughs) Yeah. Cooper Cooper does not like me. One time uh, on, I think it was Mother's Day, uh, my parents were over at the house and Cooper was here. And Jed came down the stairs in our house where Jed lives, and Cooper went ballistic <laughs> with, with Jed coming down the stairs. Was that too loud? No. <laughs> not at all. Cooper was not a fan of me living in my own home. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so, so seeing Uncle Cooper. Now, the third place we go to is Joe's parents' house where there are two cats and a rabbit. So whenever we go there, Luna goes nuts sniffing all over the house looking for the other critters. So we're on our way to the dog park, and I say to Joe, I wonder what Luna's thinking about getting into the car, right? She's, she's like, uncle's dog park cats, uncle dog park cats, uncle dog park cats, like just on a loop, like wondering where she's going, because those are the three, the three variables, right? Does she ever go to the vet? Is it a bad experience? Yeah, not, um, not you, mean, frequent, you mean the VET? No. Oh, say, sorry. Yeah, yeah, don't say it out loud, okay? Not frequent enough to, I, w- I wouldn't think she'd ever assume, she, yeah. like, I wonder if I'm going to that scary place. Uh... Which, she doesn't mind the vet. It's just when they try to take her temperature. Because that's a, yeah. a, a cold metal thing up the butt. So, she well, doesn't like that. they don't like put that. it under her armpit? No. Mm. 
No. You think there'd be a better way? Yeah, I think there would. Last be a time, way. the woman gave up super quick. Was like, well, that's not going to happen. And we were thinking, like, isn't this kind of your job to shove this up my dog's butt? Like, you didn't try very hard. She was also kind of nasty. Yeah, that's a whole other story. She's not very nice. But uh, okay, so that's what I'm thinking. Is that's what she's thinking about in the car, right? Just on a loop. Where am I going? She was like, no. She's not dumb. She's solving the problems of the universe. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Ow. Ow. Every parent thinks that of right. a kid. Right. Do you have a bumper sticker on your car that says "My Dog"? I have no bumper stickers. Oh, no bumper I hate stickers. Bumper stickers. Well, you used to have my Scott dog is smarter like than your dog. That on was your do- the on your truck. plate. Uh, no, you had a Falcon frame. sticker on your window forever. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. No, no. Your, your, your Scott's dog is high school Falcons. Your, your dog is eating the uh, buffalo horn sense. and my foot at the exact same oh, okay. time. Well, well Joe well, was taste, yeah. Joe was athlete of the year at our high school senior Ooh. year, so he, he was very uh, prideful of what, our high school. Uh, what's name drop? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to finish this story because oh, I'm okay. almost, I'm almost yes, there. Yes. Okay. She's so, solving problems so of, the universe, like, of the universe. So Joe's like, no, she's not dumb. She's solving the problems of the universe. E equals MC squirrel. Oh. <laughs> wow. Dad version of a puppy joke. Seriously. Or puppy version dad, of a dad joke. However you want to word it. It's the dad joke of the fur baby world. Guys, guys, that was rough. That, that was rough. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was real rough. Wow. Oh, there was a friend in oh, high school that we used to joke rough just like your mother likes it to like one particular likes. yeah yeah okay Correct. i i have one more dad puppy joke for you guys mm. and then we'll move on to joe's high school That's crime it? only one more only one more oh, only one. No. i know until next time right oh. such a disappointment oh i know i know you guys love these um <laughs> are are any of you familiar with the five love languages Yes, the I book, just recently is, learned, learned about this. Yeah. Did you take the quiz? I did. Do you know your love languages? Then? Yes, I do. Okay, so I don't know mine. I don't okay, know, I don't know what this is. So, so we'll talk about this. I'll, I'll tell the the silly little joke quick, and then we can go over the love. There's languages. also an app available on the App Store. So, it, in short, it's this book that talks about um, the different ways that people experience love. So, for some people, you oh, know, express love, too. and so exactly. So, physical affection might be important. Or um, acts of service, um, gifts, quality time, yeah. and the fifth. Oh, um, words of affirmation. Yeah. So saying like "thank you" I and "you look great" and all of that, right? So those are the the five love languages. Games. So uh, when Joe and I went on our honeymoon, I thought it would be fun if we took this quiz while we were on the honeymoon and discovered what our top love languages were. And the idea is is you might um, uh, appreciate all five of them, but there's going to be certain ones that are more important to you than others, right? So both of us had quality time and acts of service as our top two, I think. Or there may have been some. Anyways, they were up there. Uh, so we always joke, if I, like, fold Joe's laundry, I'll text him and be like, acts of service. Or Joe will wash the dishes and say, acts of service. So it's kind of this ongoing joke when, when we do things for each other. So... Um, shoot, now I'm trying to, I'm forgetting the context of this. Acts of puppy service. Yeah, I, I don't even remember what, I was like making her a treat or something like that. And then I said acts of puppy Receiving service. Receiving gifts. Yeah. yeah, oh my god, I totally butchered this in, in the long run. I just taught Although you about really, the really, I was just thinking about it, it's really, yeah, that's is, it, is it an actual puppy app? Puppy gift giving. Yeah, there's right. an actual app for it. But yeah, so... 
Joe was giving her a treat or something and said, Acts of puppy service. So that's the third, the third punny dad for baby uh, joke. Her salmon thing. The salmon. But I am curious. So if you've done it recently, what were your love languages? The top. Mine was, oh man, I just lost it. Uh, I think mine was, oh, quality, oh, here it is, uh, quality time. And then at a close second was acts of service. Oh, well, there you go. No wonder we get along so well. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we do spend do a lot right of time now. together. <laughs> yeah, Elaine's was at a very top one, words of affirmation. And then at a low second was acts of service and quality time. How great would it be if I just started giving her compliments constantly? She's just like, what is going on? This is great. Yeah. No, she would like that. She would like that. Yes. She might be a listener, guys. Elaine, I love you. Hi there. Hey. Hello. Thanks for listening. Yeah. All right. Joe. You, you look great today. But um, star athlete in high school. <laughs> yes. What sport? Uh... I assume it was for track. Wait, you don't remember? But I pl- they didn't Well, it was athlete it. of the year. He played Wait, more than one sport. But I played soccer too, so. Wait, it wasn't for Pogs? It was not for Pogs. Pogs oh, is one. Man. It was not a sport. But don't be shy. Magic. Tell Magic. them how. the gathering? <laughs> Tell them how big of a deal you were. I was, was a pretty big deal. I probably still have all the records at my school. Yeah, but the problem is you don't know for which sport. Like you and had the records, and there oh, were only track. 20, so you track there were only twenty soccer. people. Our at soccer your school. team never like went very far. Like I was pretty good at soccer, but how big was your school? Twelve people. How many people there? One hundred and eighty in our graduating class. It's like three hundred wow. something, like total, or I don't know. You're still a record holder. Probably. I well, now should, we have to check. I think you should yeah. do the rec- I think you should do some research and bring it back for the next pod. Let's well, find out well, if Joe. Joe, is tell still... them what you're the record in. More specifically, track, track could mean a million. Track could mean a million things. He doesn't uh, hold the record uh, in track. I mean, he might. <laughs> he doesn't. I had the record for the 100 meter, 200 meter, 400 meter. Um, maybe some other ones. I'm not sure. I had some jumping records for a little while, but. I'm not sure about those ones, but definitely all the sprints I have all the records for. And what level of competition did you get to? I got to the uh, state meet in the 400. How close is that to Olympic? And the 200, actually. Uh, you go from state to nationwide to Olympic? Yeah. I'm just making shit up. No, I, I think really so. Don't I don't, I mean, I don't know either, but. Let's okay. just say really close. Yeah. You were really bad at Well, he did get a scholarship to run track at I Cal did. Poly. Did you do it? Uh, while I was there. There you go. All right. Wow. You got an Olympian as a, uh, as a husband. So, Woo! not to steal any of Joe's thunder, but mm. at our senior awards night in high school, he got athlete of the year and I got a scholarship for academics. So we were like the athlete and the brain. Brain and brawn. <laughs> Together. I know. I feel like nice. if our life were a movie, it'd be the dumb cliche. Like, it almost reminds me of um, She's brain, All That. The brainiac gets with yeah. the... Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Joe was never the, like, popular jock. Like, he was a different jock. Like, soccer yeah. and track, like, he excelled in sports, but he wasn't, like, the quarterback... Which our football team sucks, so track and soccer was yeah. a bigger deal anyways. Who's the ten things I hate about you guys? Heath, Heath Ledger? Ledger? Justin, oh, no, uh, Jordan... Gordon-Levitt? No, Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Gordon Just, what, what movie was that? She's and, All That? 
She's all that is uh 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 shoot Prince Freddie Prince Freddy Jr. Prince Jr. Why was I thinking Robert? Dan and Jr. the woman, she's a brunette. She hasn't done anything in a long time. I can't even think of her name, but yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. was a big deal for a long time. Oh yeah, what is he doing now? He's still in stuff. He's been in shows. Really? He has a podcast. Oh, of course he does. Prince and the Wolf. I think it's called. There's a comedian, Josh Wolf, and he co-hosts ah, it with Freddie Prince Jr. So they did a play on words there. There you go. Play on words. Words. Play on words? Huh? Oh, please? Huh? Alright. Alright, are we ready for some Silicon Valley scoop? Scoop! There it is! Wow. <laughs> wow. Put me on the spot here. That'll be uh, the text tone available tomorrow morning on iTunes. There it is. I'll let Jed take it away on this. So we live in Silicon Valley. In case you haven't heard of it, it's where all the tech stuff is. Apple, Facebook, Google, Amazon. We're in the Bay Area, Northern California. We're in the heart of technology. And Jed works at Tesla. And Tesla had some exciting things happen this month. Yeah, so I thought job. we could cover it in our new Silicon Valley Scoop. There it is. This is like, true. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Scoop. There it is. Hi, Jed. Okay. Hi. Hi. I'm getting uh, gestures from James. I think he's having a heart attack. Your producer um, is telling you. Um, Back it up. So, uh, yes, the, the new Scoop uh, is going to be talking about the Model 3, Tesla's first affordable car. Starting, affordable how? Starting price of $35,000. Mass market affordable car. Um, yes, yeah, so two weeks we had, uh, two weeks ago we had our, um, actually less than a week and a half, we had our, our release party, handover party, hand over the first uh, 30 Model 3s to some very excited customers. <laughs> uh, most of them were employees. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. Um, beautiful car. Simple in design, simple in manufacturing. Now, is the Model 3 being not up to date on Model's line? Is that the one, is that the X that it goes up? No, so Model X okay. is a different car, is an SUV. So there's the, so the idea of Model 3 is it's not this third generation car. It's the, you know, not as, not going to have the performance, not going to have the range of the Model S and Model X, which are um, our premium flagship vehicles. Um, so this is really, truly a less expensive, simpler Tesla without the kind of bells and whistles. And it seats five? It seats five adults comfortably. Um, Zero to 60 in? In about 5.1 seconds, depending on which. There's two battery packs. You can get the uh, standard or the uh, long range. Standard gives you about 220 miles of range uh, and does it in 5.6 seconds. And Is that average for that class? That's, uh, well, so it's... Seems a little slow. It's a little low. It's still in most... I mean, here, I'll put it this way. The Honda just released their first electric vehicle, the Clarity. It gets 89 miles per gallon, per charge. This is a mid-size SUV or something? Yeah. So, no, this is a f- like a five-seater sedan. 89 miles per charge. And it's purely electric. Purely electric. How much is the MSRP on that? I don't actually know. It was two hundred and sixty nine dollars a month for a seventy two month loan with okay, eight so thousand like down. Yeah, so it's a little 000? bit less than a model three. So eighty nine versus two hundred and twenty. 
Uh, and then the long range battery will do 310 miles. Um, wow. And 5.1 060. So the most important thing about this is its class has a five star safety rating, which Correct. is unprecedented. Not unprecedented, but or very um, good. So less than one percent of cars on the road have a five star crash rating in every subcategory. The Model S and Model X have that. Uh, our safety rating is showing that Model Three will also have that. Um, but Model X is the first and only SUV to ever get five star crash rating in every subcategory. Um, so. They are the safest cars ever built. Wait, did you say the Model X is the X. SUV? Is the first and only SUV to ever get five star crash rating in every subcategory? And how um, is this Model Three rating? So Model Three, based on our testing, will be uh, similar. Oh, Same. so it hasn't. It takes them a couple of years to get the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. It takes a few years for them to. Gotcha. We just got Model X, and it's been out for a couple of years. So, um, but we do our own testing. Yeah. Um, and it's five-star crash rating, so same thing. I've always wondered, how often do they update the software, and how does it update? Does it update over the air? It's over-the-air It's over the air updates. Um, so on, on the Model S and X, they have a 17-inch touchscreen that controls um, all the functionality. Yes, 17-inch touchscreen. That's the same touchscreen that you can doodle on. It is true. Um, now, on that one... Is. Uh, on that one, is the screen is uh, to the obviously in the center console to the right of the driver, and it's um, well if you're on a right hand a left hand drive car, uh, and it's it's um, vertical, so it's um, it's standing up on its end. On the Model Three, it's a 15 inch screen, but it's uh, horizontal, so it's flipped. Now, it's kind of unique about the Model Three is there's no instrument cluster, so there's only one screen. So behind the steering wheel is just part of the dash. Is that what they call those things? Instrument clusters? It's one of the names for them. Um, but yeah, so behind the steering wheel is just the dash. Um, so your speedometer, all your controls are on the touchscreen. To open your glove box is on the touchscreen. Um, Finally. So you can't, you can't. <laughs> I always hated opening that damn thing. Yeah. Pulling. So the, uh, the, I can't even tell you what's the buttons on it, besides the lights. Infomercial. Are you having a hard time opening your glove box? Oh, man, the Model 3 is for you. Yep, that's exactly our market. It'll only take two years to get yours. Opening glove boxes is a breeze. Well, yeah, so back to today's point. Uh, there are is quite a long list right now of people who want them. Um, if you were to put an order in today, you'd get it by the end of next year. It is. Uh, this is maybe just me. You can't put that 15-inch away, right? It no. It can't go away. It's built into the dash. It's built into the dash. So my only gripe here is, are there any physical buttons other than opening the car door, like the car handle, yep. door handle, and the unlock and lock button probably are no, no unlock. physical? Nope. Unlock and lock are on the actual screen. <sighs> and You're going to miss pushing buttons. Yes. So, so the buttons that are going to be on there, obviously, yes. your, your, your like cabin lights, so they're called dome lights. The window? What? Windows is a button. Is a physical button. On the door. Oh, thank God. Um, the oh, uh, you you make fun of me, but this is going to be very weird. Uh, the software crashes, right. and I can't turn my radio down. No, it is it is right because the software's going to crash, scary. but your radio is still going to be on. That'll be that'll yeah, that's a thing. Okay, yeah, anything is all no. digital, so here, and I can't yeah, do anything. So even the push to start cars freak me out. So this and doesn't even have a push to start. I have a physical key that you twist to turn the car on. Like this whole idea of just yeah. well, so having a fob. That's the that's the crazy. So that's the thing is on electric cars there is no st- push to start because there's not really a start on a gas car. You hit push to start because you're telling the gas the engine to to, to crank over and start feeding gas into it. An electric car you just you put power into the engine when you hit the accelerator. 
So by having the key fob, all it does is allow you to put the car into gear to allow you to drive it. So there's no real, really on. The car doesn't move until you put power into it, which I guess you could call on. So wait, 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 wait. So what do you? I'm ready to drive. So you have. A, I'm sitting you have in my a, car. You have what a key fob in your pocket. Put your foot on the brake. And then allows you to put the car in gear with the gear shifter, which so you don't have drive. to press a power. No, you just put the start. car in drive by hit down, and then what you do is you let it's go of the brake. Now nothing it's happens; cool. it's an electric car. There's no power to it. Hit the accelerator, and the car moves. But now the car is in gear. So, yeah, on on previous cars that had to push the engine start, the key mm-hmm. fob has to be in the car. You have to push down on the brake and then push the button that actually starts up the engine, right. which gives power to the car. So like, think about this. There's no idling in an electric car. There's it's either nothing on or off. Or you're going. Correct. Either Moving. Think about it as it's either electricity flowing through the motors or there's not electricity through the motors. Yeah. So is there any version of sitting in the car and using the screen without moving? Yeah, absolutely. So, accessory, right? No, it's not accessory. The car is still, you're still in drive, so the car is still technically like powered. Now, those things all take a very small amount of power. I could sit in my car. Like, let's say I sat in a Model Y. Oh, no, Y is an SUV coming down there. So, <laughs> whoa. No, it's this is top whoa, secret information right here. Model Y coming out of No, so Model Y is an I don't know why I said Y. An X. So Model X, if I'm sitting in there and I have it on, I could sit in that car and have that touchscreen on for, like, days. There was something, like, on a single charge in one of our cars, you can charge... And discharge an iPhone once every day for like three hundred and seventy-five thousand years or something, oh, or some like, cra- like close to like half a million years. Oh God! Yeah. So it's the, it takes low power. I remember I was one of those clicks of like, oh, this is this is how electric vehicles work. I saw one of our cars that was actually one of our company cars being towed for to an event, and it had the daytime running lights on, so the lights were on. And I almost called somebody and be like, we got to get those lights off. And then I realized I'm like, we could leave those lights on for like couple thousand years it'll be fine they look they draw so little power so um yeah you can still be on it well everyone look out for that model y so model okay so hold on first off (laughs) let me explain that not break any contract model y has been announced as a smaller suv we don't know any more details about it besides that i don't know any more details besides that um other than that is the next project that tesla is planning on working on um time frame who knows I can t- I can be honest because they have a rule at work. They don't tell me things that are secret because I'm a tour guide. I share, I share things. Okay. Yeah. The Model X is pretty cool. I've been yeah. in it twice now with Jed. will uh, every once in a while bring one home. And it's feeling the acceleration. You feel like you're on a roller coaster or something. Yeah. And not in a jerky downhill kind of way that a roller coaster There's- usually has. But you like jolt in your seat in a way that I've never experienced in a car. There's no lag whatsoever. It, it's, it's like it's instant torque. So electric yeah. motors have a hundred percent torque at any RPM. So when you it's in a gas powered car you hit the accelerator, there's all these mechanisms that are moving to get the car to move. Yeah. An electric Combustion, motor just puts right, exactly. Compression. This just happens instantly. So you get that. And that's why so our car right now, the P one hundred D Model S is the quickest car production car ever made. Uh, it'll do zero to sixty in two point four seconds. The Not best, fast enough. Uh, Motor Train got it to do it in 2.27. Okay, that's fast um, enough. The best comment that I've heard from, uh, like, feedback from a customer I gave a test ride to, and it was for, they weren't customers, but um, they were a bunch of active duty military, 
from all different branches. So I had like Army, Navy, Air Force, and I had a guy tell me that was the closest thing he's ever experienced to a jet taking off an aircraft carrier. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. It really does feel like it's, a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Because what's the average, and I don't know if you know this, but average car, zero to 60. Like I oh. drive a Toyota Corolla. It's like the basic bitch of all cars. I think my Honda Accord's what, like eight seconds. Probably 12. It's 8 to 12, if that. I was <laughs> going to say, that's what it feels like, like when I'm trying to get on the I freeway. Mean, but I, I'll put my foot down on that thing, and you just stay there, and you just you hear it, and you're just feeling it, and then all of a sudden it clicks. Like, a really good car, like, when the our first car, which was the Roadster, came out, was 4.3 seconds. I mean, that was rivaling... I mean, talking... Like, Porsche and stuff, right? Por- yeah, so Porsches are doing, like, GTRs, Porsches, those cars are between, have like, they, have the you guys 4 been to 2. Convert, like, um, Corvettes... Yeah. And challengers and like everything. So those that has those a are like yeah. So those are going to be like your your four anywhere from like your two to five second range yeah. is a really good like yeah. the fact that you're getting five point one on a model three that costs thirty five thousand dollars. That's amazing. I mean, that's impressive. How much is a challenger though? Those have a lot of low end. Those power. have a lot of power. I mean, the the Hellcats are doing like zero to sixty. I think it's like around like three. So it's it's up there. Um, maybe it may be more than that. I, I don't remember. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things of it is like, this is also why all, or not all, but most hyper cars. So like your Porsche 911, sorry, Porsche 918, which they don't make anymore. So like a two and a half million dollar car, your law Ferrari, which they don't make anymore. They're all, um, hybrids. They have a mid engine gas combustion engine, and then they have small motors that power the front wheels. And the reason they do that is because you get that instant torque on takeoff. So it allows you to go. And then when you get at the top speed, you get the top speed for, yeah. Um, but the crazy part is the model X is the P 100 D. It's weighs 5,400 pounds. Does zero to 16, 2.9 seconds. That's an SUV. Yeah. That's as fast as a Lamborghini. And the crazy part uh, that motor trend did is our previous version, the P 90 D. So it was a smaller battery did a drag race with a Model X towing an Alfa Romeo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> racing an Alfa Romeo. And the Model X won. And the Alfa yeah. Romeo on the trailer was a tiny bit faster than the actual Alfa Romeo. So yeah. their concept was <laughs> yeah. the only way to How make... embarrassing. Well, the, yeah. yeah, their thing was the only make way to make a Model X faster than a really fast car is to tow that really fast car (laughs) to make it as fast as this car. Um, And afterwards, they were like, that was really dumb because you shouldn't ever drag race with towing something. Yeah. Um, But you can. But they did. And it was just like, that's, you know, because it was an Alfa Romeo. I think it was a Z4. Forgive me if I'm getting that wrong. Um, I think Elaine's up I think it was an Alfa Romeo. It was Alfa Romeo. I just can't remember the car. Oh. But they were saying, like, Alfa Romeo, the car they did was, like, consistently one of, like, a really true, true, low two-door sports car. Yeah. And the Model X was an SUV. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, just for more perspective, as far as living in Silicon Valley, we see all these cars on a daily All the time. Especially working basis. in Los Gatos. All the time. Oh. Maseratis, yes. yep. Porsches, yep. Lamborghinis, I saw three Teslas, Maseratis every single model. Like, it's... Probably ten or fifteen Tesla. On a side it's note, crazy. what do you guys think about Maseratis? I have a very, I think, independent <laughs> opinion. Not independent, but some I, of them look really nice in black. Yeah. Uh, other ones, they just look kind of. So my thing with my thing with Maserati is, I feel like a Maserati is like a rich person's starter kit car. It's like I got a little bit of money, 
90 to go buy a nice car, so no. I'm going to go buy a Maserati. Because they're not they terribly expensive. Benz. No, they're not terribly they expensive. I, I would, yes, but like, this is a little bit, like a little bit like wealthier. So t- move it up a tiny bit. Okay, so what what's the price range we're talking here? I think Maseratis are between like 70 and 90, so around the same price as the Tesla. But I feel like if people get like a tiny bit of money, they do a little bit successful, at least they're going to go buy a Maserati. Like I see people and I'm like, you shouldn't be driving a Maserati. I don't know. I just feel like they're... Why? Based on what they look I just don't think they're that... They're that I don't think they <laughs> offer anything that's special. There's nothing... So you don't think it's worth the money? No. There's nothing unique about them. They look okay. They drive okay. They are kind of quick. You're downplaying a lot of this. No. Why I think, are they $90,000 then? I think you get in the name. The, the same with Tesla. You could, just the name? I think just the name. I think Why would you buy it. Nike shoes? You're just buying it for the name? For like $120, absolutely. Cool, and they're cool as shit, right? You want to look cool. cool shit? Is it just the design? Or it's is it height. also the inside? The way that they're engineered? The you think most the aerodynamics? I can tell you from working in customer feel. service, people do not buy cars because of the way they like the engineering of the interior. Why would you buy Apple? That's all the name, mostly. The people who understand how it works and the people who have to buy it. There's a reason why people wait six hours in line to buy iPhones. They don't actually need the iPhone. No one needs an iPhone. No one needs a Maserati. No one needs a Tesla. But if you're going for quality and something well, that one has... could argue that someone people do need Teslas because unlike a gas-powered car, we're helping the environment. That is the purpose of Tesla. Would it's you... still not. No one needs it. Yeah. Would you buy a forty dollars Android? Wake up tomorrow. Or would you buy a, a three hundred, four hundred? So that's the thing is that that's why I said there's two classes there because I'm the type of person who is going to understand the functionality of it. Yeah. I can't do the things I need to do for work and for what I'm doing yeah. on. Uh, on Android. They have to give a reason behind the $90,000 price tag other than, hey, we're, we I have th- a good name. This is, my, this is my impression. This is my personal opinion. Okay. So, so you're groaning after my personal opinion? Well, your personal opinion is downplaying a lot of what Maserati I'm sorry has done I offended hundreds your, of years. I'm sorry I offended your Maserati, okay? You can drive your Maserati is, to work now. Thank you. Do you James, think Maserati is a great car? Maserati cars? your dream car? Yeah. I'm saying that Maserati has reasons... For that $90,000 and, and, and I think at one point in time, they absolutely did. And I think in the last 10 to 15 years, Maserati has gone completely downhill in terms of being a unique automaker. Okay. If we're talking about unique, that's something... Different. I said they have nothing to... I said they have nothing to offer that is special. I, that's like the first thing I said. Okay. I said they have nothing okay. unique to offer. It's okay. an okay car. It drives okay. It's expensive. Like, there's yeah. nothing special about buying it. You know? So, mm-hmm. all of you as men... Do you have, like, a dream car that you've always wanted? Joe's truck. You want my truck? No. That, you can have it. <laughs> um, it's funny. If you had asked me this a year and a half ago, it would have changed. It would have been different. <laughs> working, working, at, working at Tesla has changed my opinion about this. I still have that. That really, truck would be an upgrade from your car. That, that's, that's okay. true. Quite no, seriously, upgrade. though. So do you have a go-to, this is the car I want? Like whether a dream you're ever, car? yeah, whether you're ever going to get it or not, or whether it's attainable, is mm. who cares? Just your dream car. Mm. Maybe like a, maybe like a 2003 Lancer Evo. Really? All tricked out. Yeah. James Bright looks yellow. like he's trying to romance his dream woman right now. No, no, hold on, James. His James eyes are, no, James has oh, seen James has seen Fast and the Furious <laughs> too many times. He's flirting with the idea. Does, uh, of does, does, does Paul Walker come with the car? No, because he's dead. R.I.P. No, too he's soon. Dead. Um, does a rotting corpse come with my? Wow. No, it doesn't. Um, I would go with a uh, '68 Shelby Cobra. Chow. 
uh, that's pretty lame, but it's uh, practical. I just want like a don't F- go practical. An, an F one fifty that's just like tricked out with nice. like fully loaded with all like, the so like a newer stuff. one because those new ones are crazy. They're yeah, so nice. I got I had a uber that was an f-150 which blew my mind what yeah so i sat in the front seat because i'm like i'm not gonna sit in the back of this truck yeah and i look at the guy and i'm Why like not? i don't know it's weird like was, I was, it, was it black was that no weirder than sitting <laughs> it was in the back it was equally as weird but he was a nice oh, yeah. guy and i'm talking to him and i was just like what years is he's like a 2016 i'm like this is a really nice truck it's also a lot bigger than i remember them being they are they are big. really big they're really big and they're super comfortable oh there was a lot of a lot of room a lot of leg room if that is your dream car, I think your dreams well, are quite attainable. It, well, <laughs> yeah, that's see, true. Oh yeah, if yes. you could get one tomorrow. I, yes. I actually looked into like getting one, and they're really expensive. expensive. Really did, expensive. Did, did, yeah. Well, and the gas mileage sucks. Yeah. Here did on you the know, practical uh, life. Is it twenty-four. Oh wait, no. miles per gallon? Oh, it's gotta less. be less. I think it's like 18, and you've got big ass tires. That it's are probably like 16, 18. Yeah. Um, did you know the F one fifty is the most popular selling vehicle in the world? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's crazy because ninety yeah, percent so. of their market penetration is in the U.S. Well, but think it's about the number one most the entire vehicle. Midwest yeah. is just a bunch of farmland right. with a bunch of douchebags driving. But, but think about think about all of Europe. Can you imagine they don't have trucks in Europe. So I had a I had a guy come from uh, he was from the Netherlands and like an excursion is a delivery truck in the Netherlands. Like yeah. their roads don't fit trucks, so he's like everybody here is trucks. So that's the idea that ninety percent of their penetration is from the U.S. But yes, it's the most popular selling vehicle in the world. Like, all of Europe barely has trucks. No one has trucks right, in Europe. Right, no. That's well, crazy. When I went to Greece, I think I saw one truck. Right. One truck. And it was it a is, Nissan. Yeah. And not <laughs> even Europe. Like, all of Asia. Yeah. Like, they have tiny cars. There's Super no room. Cars. They make yeah. their own lanes. It's terrifying. Yeah. We saw a couple uh, Suburbans in Japan. And it was like, whoa, what's that thing coming through? Yeah. Like, it took up multiple <laughs> lanes. <laughs> Every every single time they saw a suburban, there's another one. The best car we saw was this. uh, It was an El Camino in In Japan. In Japan, in Osaka. What was it? It was like it was like green or whatever, and it had you know crazy rims and it had hydraulics and it had like it had like. I mean, I think they were Japanese. Well, they but, were cholos. But yeah, there was like, like these Japanese, Japanese cholos. cholos in Osaka. <laughs> Bouncing in their alchemy. Oh my god, that would have been a great deal. And they were wearing like bandanas around their heads. Nice. And like a uh, white shirt. They almost look like greaser meets cholo. Wow. And And they pulled up to this kind of... Uh, Young people Was area right of in Osaka in <laughs> Japanese. Right. So we we were in this square where it's really popular for young people to meet. It's kind of like a notorious meeting place for young people, yeah. and um, there's no open container law there as is the case in a lot of countries. So people will like go and drink and then go out to the bars and stuff. So they basically did all their hydraulics right outside of there. You could tell they're like, okay, well, ladies are over here, (laughs) like hanging out in the park. Show off my airbags. Back to really quickly though, about your dream car. He said the FM 50. They're called the the airbags. Oh, Oh, the airbags lower it. The hydraulics. But um, like oh, I was like, like, did they emulate a car crash? Like, how no. do you get your airbags? Yeah. <laughs> the ladies really love that. Oh, hey, ladies, you can rip. Come yeah. fuck me. But a 2003 Evo fully loaded could not be that expensive. Yeah. That's a table. Sim- let's simulate that car crash from last night. <laughs> <laughs> your dream car can be achievable. That's like in the same argument made to him. A 2003 Evo, like, 
fully loaded can't be that expensive. It's not all about expense. I'm, I'm guessing upwards of fifty. Yeah, so that's the thing for that's me. It's like very right now. I, I tried so hard to sell myself to the devil to buy a model three. Couldn't couldn't get the funds. Not hard enough. No. Wait, I thought you two or three hours. I did reserve one. So the thing is that what they call first production vehicles to to streamline production, they're only making like a very like you, the options are limited. So we're starting with the big batteries first. So the starting price is forty eight thousand. Um, so the minimum I would spend on this car is like fifty five. So I I'm, I've postponed. I've held my spot in line to the thirty five thousand dollar one comes in, and hopefully I can do it then. I actually really want a Tesla, even before all this Tesla talk with you working there and stuff. It was always something I, I do, had my eyes I, on. I can reserve so, two, so if you again, guys to back jump to, the line. Back to practicalness. But after riding in the Model X, I'm, I'm torn between now that I have a puppy and eventually we want to have kids. I keep thinking, like, I kind of want that adventure car of, like, having more space in the back, being able to throw in beach stuff, hiking stuff, camping stuff, all of that. And... But I also, it's like, well, how often are you doing that stuff? Like, more often than not, you're commuting to work. You're going on long road trips, doing these things where I really like the idea of the environmental aspect and all of that. Um, In a perfect world, if Joe gets his truck, that can be the adventure car, and I can get the practical car, or the Model X is a mix in both. You can still fit... So the it, dog it, it, and yeah, the tent it's interesting you say that because my old roommates—they were married and they were, you know, looking to have kids. So that's what they did. So they had a big Dodge truck, and then they bought a because they were planning on having kids. They bought a new Jeep, um, and they got the really good gas mileage, and that was their concept of like we're going to use the truck for like big stuff, moving, and then we'll use the Jeep for like everyday stuff. So that's the nice thing about the X is it tows five thousand pounds too. So. And it's funny because we already, yeah, we already kind of have that version where, except it's a very modest version of of that idea. Joe drives a 2002 Ford Ranger and I drive a 2009 uh, Toyota Corolla. So I have the kind of practical good gas mileage. I average like 31 miles per gallon. Uh, So we take my car on road trips and things like that. But we take Joe's truck when we go to PetSmart and get a new puppy crate. (laughs) And go camping and A common question people always ask me, they say, what's your favorite car? And I go, well, from like a practicality standpoint, like obviously I love the speed of the S, I love all that kind of stuff. But from like a size standpoint, the Model 3 is perfect. Like it's exactly the size that I'm looking for in a sedan. I don't need, I I wanted a four-door. I don't need some crazy huge car, you know. It's about time to put on my night suit. Right, Joe? I I think it is. It is that time. Yeah. It's It's time to stretch again to that time, that's for sure. Yeah, Jed's Jed's already falling asleep on the table, so I think we should wrap this up. Yeah. It's been a good run. Thanks, Billy Joel. Yeah, thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs>